Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Impact Today. We're so happy that you decided to join us today. We are Mark and Victoria Bowling, evangelists and teachers of the Word of God. We're going to tune in to some raw footage of a pastor's conference that Mark recently taught in South Sudan. It's going to be amazing. So get ready because he's going to be teaching about the work of the Holy Spirit within the believer. So you want to grab your Bible and a notebook, take some notes, that way you can look back at it later. We also want to invite you to visit our website at impacttoday.tv. There you can access all the episodes we've ever made of Impact Today, and I know it's going to be a big blessing to you. So enjoy this video, and we'll be right back. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. God is a good God. And Jesus is Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. We thank God for the salvations and the healings that are happening. Many were healed last night. And many were saved. Hallelujah. And it's just the beginning. Everyone say it's just the beginning. Amen. In a good day. In a good day. In a good day. It's just the beginning. Yes. In a good day. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, I hope tomorrow we can start a little sooner. Because there's a lot to talk about. Lift your hands to heaven. Close your eyes. Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus for these wonderful people. We thank you for the privilege to gather in Jesus' name. We ask you right now to open up every heart and mind to the truth of your word. We thank you, Father, for an outpouring of your Holy Spirit. We give you glory and honor. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Let's go back to, uh, well, go to John chapter 7. John chapter 7. Hallelujah. If you will remember, 
Yesterday, we started talking about the dual, D-U-A-L, dual work, or the twofold work of the Holy Spirit. We began talking about it. And yesterday we looked at John chapter 4 where Jesus was talking with the woman from Samaria. And remember, Jesus was a Jew. And the woman was from Samaria. She was a Samaritan. And we had a little side thought there that when you're born again, the love of God comes into your heart. And you begin to love people from other tribes. We know we've passed from death unto life because we love the brethren. And so while the world can be filled with hatred, the believer, the child of God, loves loves other tribes to the degree that they obey the command of the Lord to go into all the world and proclaim the good news to those other tribes. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So, Jesus is talking to the woman of Samaria. And he says, give me a drink. They're at a well. They're at a fountain. They're at a well. She says, uh, what are you doing? You're, uh, you're a Jew, I'm a, Sumerian, a Samaritan, and you're a man, I'm a woman. Why are you talking to me? And he said to her, if you knew the gift of God, and if you knew who was talking to you, you would ask him for water. And she said, how can you give me water when you don't have a bucket to draw the water with? And he said, if you come to me, if you believe in me, as the scripture said, out, you're, you're in, in your belly, inside of you, there will be a fountain of water springing up unto everlasting life. 
Now notice Jesus referred to the work of the Holy Spirit with this woman. He referred to it as a fountain or a spring of water inside of you. Producing everlasting life. This is salvation. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Whoever believes in him would not perish but have everlasting life. Amen. That's John 3.16. Remember, in John chapter 3, when Jesus is talking to Nicodemus, talking about the necessity of being born again, Jesus said, that which is born of the flesh is flesh. That which is born of the Spirit is spirit. So the work of the Holy Spirit first of all involves us getting saved when we accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior the Holy Spirit comes into us and produces inside of us a brand new human spirit created in the image of God in that moment you are a son of God a daughter of God a new creation in Christ Jesus 2 Corinthians 5.17 Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. First John 3 says, Behold, what manner of love the Father has bestowed on us that we should be called sons of God. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. Now we are sons of God. Amen. When you're born again, 
And you begin to walk with the Lord and abide in Christ. Something happens. There is external fruit, external evidence. Talked about in Galatians chapter 5. Mentioned in Galatians chapter 5. Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, goodness, humility, self-control, gentleness, the fruit of the Spirit. Listen carefully. The fruit of the Spirit is not the fruit of being baptized in the Holy Spirit. The fruit of the Spirit is the fruit of being born of the Spirit and walking with Christ. Amen. Again, listen. We know we have passed from spiritual death unto spiritual life because we love the brethren. Not because we're baptized in the Holy Spirit. We love the brethren when we pass from death unto life. Love. Joy. Joy. If you read Luke chapter 24... I just read it this morning. Luke 24 takes place before, not after, before the baptism in the Holy Spirit. The Bible says the disciples returned to Jerusalem with great or full of joy. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 How about this one? Romans chapter 5, verse 1. Being justified by faith. Not baptized in the Holy Spirit. Being baptized, or excuse me, being justified by faith. What's that mean? Justified. That means declared righteous. That means just as if I've done no wrong. 
Amen. The blood of Jesus blotted out my past and declared me righteous, being justified by faith. We have peace with God. Love, joy, peace. Fruit of being born of the Spirit and abiding in Christ Jesus. That's why you can find people in church history who walked close to God they were, ba- they were not baptized in the Holy Spirit. But they knew God. They were born again. They abided in Christ. And they had peace, joy, love, character. A profound work of the Holy Spirit inside of them. Amen. Wow, that was good teaching about the work of the Holy Spirit within. You know, recently we heard from one of the board members of a TV station that we're on. Uh, in Asia, and she conveyed to us how our show um, is really making people hungry to study the Word of God. And I just think that's so amazing because really there's nothing better than to read the Word, let it get in your heart, let the light of it fill you, and that's really what's going to change your life. That's right. And, you know, when you get born again and the Holy Spirit comes to live inside of you, all these things happen like you taught about at the conference. But another thing that happens is you start to understand the Bible. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe you've read the Bible off and on for years, but it hasn't really made much sense to you. Um, Once you pray and receive Jesus, and the Holy Spirit comes to live inside of you, the words in this Bible will begin to be illuminated to your heart because he's the author. Yes. Amen. That's right. Praise God. As I heard someone say many years ago, the Bible is the only book in the whole world that the author is present when you read it Mm, all the time. He's right there with you. He's right there. The Holy Spirit wants to take the Word of God and make it very real to you. You know, the Bible says you have an unction from the Holy One and you know all things. Amen. Now, that doesn't mean you're all-knowing and that doesn't mean you don't need a teacher, teachers in your life. But what it does mean is that anything you need to know, the Holy Spirit is right there on the inside of you to teach you. Yes. So you can know and be guided along the right path. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. But it all begins when you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Everything you just heard in that teaching 
only applies when you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior. Amen. And the, new, the good news is, is that He, Jesus, died on the cross so that your sins could be forgiven. But not just so that your sins could be forgiven. That wasn't the end. God wanted your sins to be forgiven. God wants your sins to be removed so that He can come and live inside of you so He can fellowship with you. That's the big picture. The big picture is that when Christ comes by His Holy Spirit and lives inside of you, God Himself can now interact with you and you become like Him. Hallelujah. Jesus died for us. And He rose again for us. Mm -hmm. He's alive right now. I want to invite you right now, wherever you're at, to lift your hands as an act of surrender. Lift your hands and accept Jesus Christ. Pray this after me right now. Yes. Dear Father God, dear Father God, I come to you. I come to in you the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I acknowledge I'm a sinner. I acknowledge I'm a sinner. But I believe, but I believe that Jesus Christ, that Jesus Christ is, your son, is your son. And he died. And he died for my sins. For my sins. On the cross. On the cross. And he was buried. And he was and buried. And he rose again. And he rose again. For my justification. For my justification. And I confess. And I confess. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Is my Lord. Is my Lord. I accept him. I accept him. As my Savior. As my Savior. Jesus. Jesus. Come and live inside of come me. Come and live inside of Wash me. Wash away my sins. Wash away my sins. I turn from my sins. I turn from my sins. And sin. I look to you. And I look to you. And I thank you. You. And I thank your you. Power your power sets me free. Sets me free. And according to your word, and according to your I word, am now saved. I am now saved. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 My friend, if you prayed that prayer, I announce to you, we say to you in Jesus' name, your sins are forgiven. They're Amen. washed away. You're a brand new person. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We want to encourage you to call the number on your screen. Mm -hmm. Tell someone what God has done for you in your life. Now, in a moment, we're going to come back and we're going to pray for you. And God is going to work miracles. But before we do, we want you to see this miracle testimony right now. James chapter 2 says, Faith without works or corresponding actions is dead. We have a wonderful miracle testimony to share with you that beautifully illustrates that scripture. In one of our miracle festivals, one night as I was preaching, I sensed the power of God was present to heal. And I said, if you're in the crowd and you can't walk or you need a stick or anything wrong with the legs, I want you to get up and start running right now. No one got up and started running. What do you do? Well, I just continued with the meeting. We prayed a mass general prayer for everyone. People were healed. They came on the platform. They testified. But as we were leaving, I was still on the platform. The meeting was dismissed. This man comes struggling up the stairs asking for prayer. And he said, brother, please pray for me. I'm in a lot of pain. Please pray. And found out later, he was it was something wrong with his leg. 
He had been in an accident, and at the point of the fracture, the bone had chipped into 12 pieces. He was in a lot of pain. At that moment, I didn't know exactly everything that was wrong. I just knew there was something wrong with his leg. And I said, well, friend, did you begin to run when I said run? He said, no, I can't. Please pray for me, I believe. <laughs> I said, brother, I am not gonna lay hands on you. I am not gonna pray for you until you run. And he says, I can't, I can't, but I believe, pray for me. I said, you do believe? Yes, I believe. I said, you heard my message? Yes. I said, the Bible says Jesus took our infirmities, bore or carried away our sicknesses. By his stripes, we were healed. You heard that? Yeah. You believe that? Yeah. I said, good. Show me that you believe and run. And he took off running and he was instantly healed <laughs> by the power of God. Amazing. Amen. Hallelujah. That is awesome. You know, whatever God has done for one, he will do for another because he is no respecter of persons. So get ready. Lay your hand on the part of your body that's sick. If you're having trouble in your mind, put your hands on your head. Uh, whatever part of your body is sick or in pain, lay your hand on that part. And we're going to pray right now because the Bible says, that if you believe, you can lay hands on the sick and they will recover. Well, mm -hmm. you believe. So put your hand on yourself and we're going to pray Amen. right now. Father God, yes, in Father. the name of Jesus, we lift Thank all the people up to you. Lord, we know you see every single one of them, every detail of their lives. The very hairs on their head are numbered by you, Lord God. And I ask you to stretch forth your hand out of your compassion and mercy and heal the people. We command every sickness and disease to go from their bodies now. We command every pain, every tumor to disappear in Jesus' name. And we believe we receive your healing power into our bodies now. In Jesus' name, we believe we receive healing. And we thank you, Lord, that you are working in all the people watching now, all the people believing now and praying with us now in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Now, wherever you're at, if there was something you couldn't do before we prayed, do it right now yes. as an act of your faith. There needs to be an outward expression of an inward conviction. You believe on the inside that God is healing you. So you outwardly express with yes. thanksgiving, with Thank gratitude, you, with action, expecting a full recovery. Yes. trusting the power of God to work in you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Miracles are happening now. Make sure you call the number on the screen and let us know when the Lord touches you and you're healed. Or if you need prayer, you can call the number on your screen. We love you. See you next time.